You know you're loved, right? You probably have friends or family who tell you they love you. I have those people too. But do you ever worry if that love will last forever? What if we can't stop arguing all the time? What if they stop liking me or get bored with me? I have to think I'm not the only person who has wondered these things. Well, in this video, we're gonna explore the truth about love. And I hope you will stay and join me in watching this. Hi, my name is Chastity and welcome to Community Christian Anywhere. Welcome to Community Christian Anywhere. My name is Chastity, and I'm so glad you're joining us. We are an online community of people who believe that even though life can be complicated and confusing and draining at times, it doesn't have to stay that way. We believe that Jesus offers guidance and rest and purpose that won't be found anywhere else. And we believe that the best way to find this is in a community where we are committed to love everyone always as Jesus commanded us to. Not only does God offer this fulfilling life to all of us, He wants you to take part in it. He is searching for you and waiting on pins and needles for you to join Him. Because no matter what you think about God, we believe He can't stop thinking about you. And one way for you to join in with us in our mission to love everyone always this week is by taking part in our Christmas in Coweta project. Every year, our church partners with the local organization here in Coweta County that helps to provide children in need with the kind of Christmas all of us would want every child to experience. We do this through a campaign called Christmas in Coweta, where we take the Christmas list of individual children in our community and we provide their parents with the gifts they need to give their children a wonderful Christmas. In the year of so many hardships, this is a great way for us to be able to bless both parents and children in need with the hope and love of Jesus. All you have to do to be a part is go to the website forcoweta.cc and fill out the form. Once you fill out the form, someone from our staff will contact you about sponsoring a child for Christmas in Coweta. I hope you'll join us in this effort to love everyone always this Christmas. Now, throughout the video today, you'll see a phone number on the screen. If there's ever a time you have any questions or want to find out how you can take a step into this Jesus community, please text this number and our speaker today will respond to you as soon as they are able. If you feel inclined to do so, even if you aren't sure why, this may be God trying to speak with you today. One thing that's natural in the online world is to be constantly consuming. We absorb what we see on YouTube or Netflix, but when do we have the opportunity to join the conversation? Around Community Christian Anywhere, we believe no matter who you are, you have something to share. And if you're watching in our live stream, you have an opportunity to engage with other people right now. In fact, it is so exciting to us that you would take a step into our community that we want to offer you a $10 Grubhub gift card just for commenting in our chat right now. If you're watching our Facebook live stream and you've never chatted with us before, send us a direct message or comment in our chat with the words, I'm hungry, and we'll send you a free $10 Grubhub gift card. If you're watching on demand or on YouTube, text the words, I'm hungry, to the number you see on the top of the screen, and we will make sure you get your gift card. 
I hope you'll take advantage of this offer, not only because free food are two of the best words you can hear, but because we are so excited that you're here. And we know that if we are this excited to hear from you, then we can't imagine how excited God is for that. So as you chat, let's get started hearing from God today. What do you think about when you hear the word love? What pictures come to your mind? What people come to your mind? Well, hi, my name's Jason, and I'm one of the pastors here at Community Christian Anywhere. And if you're like me, you might be thinking, well, that depends. Because, you know, love means different things to you in different contexts. The love you have for your spouse or the person that you're dating, that brings a whole different set of thoughts and feelings than the love you have for your kids. And the love you have for family members, well, that's different from your love from your friends. And then there are all the other things that you love. For example, you love your house. You love your car. You love Christmas lights and Christmas movies. You love peanut butter and chocolate, especially when they're put together in that delicious combination that we call Reese's. Okay, now I'm hungry. <laughs> but maybe you'd like to share some of your thoughts about that question with me. And I'd love to hear you do that. And you can do that by texting me at the number on the screen right now. In fact, if there's anything that you wanna talk about, or if you have a question about anything you experience in our gathering here today, just text me and I'll reach out to you as soon as I can. Or if you're watching this live right now, you can share your thoughts right now by chatting with those people watching with you who are on Facebook or YouTube. But you know, love is such a big deal in our lives, isn't it? And sometimes love is primarily about how we feel, the emotions that we get from someone or something that we love. But other times, love isn't as much about feelings as it is about an action that we take. You can love someone by the way you treat them, regardless of how you may feel in that moment. But one thing is certain for every single one of us, no matter who we are, every one of us needs love. When a baby's born, she cries out, and when you pick her up and you hold her tight against your chest and she feels that embrace, she quiets down. She rests calmly because she has exactly what she needs. She feels loved. She feels safe. And then as children grow up, they learn how to give love as well as receive it. I can remember when my girls were toddlers. They would run and jump up into my arms and wrap their little arms around my neck. And I would say to them, tight squeeze and they would squeeze as hard as they could. Now they're teenagers, and I still hug my girls. Only now, I'm lucky if I get more than a stiff board kind of reaction, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I still realize the need for love. It's still there, even if their response is different as they get older. I think we're seeing the need for love play out in our culture right now, most vividly in the world of social media. Just think about it. How many times have you posted a picture to Facebook or Instagram and you kept going back to see how many likes you got or the kinds of comments that you received? It's kind of like we're living and we're dying on the amount of instant feedback and validation that we're getting. But you know, this is really nothing new. When I was a kid, before we had social media, we did the same thing, only ours was a note passed across the classroom to that girl you liked with that critical question. Do you like me? Check yes or no. But you know, the need is still the same. 
We all need to love and we all need to be loved. And that impulse is so strong in us that sometimes we'll do almost anything to get love, to feel loved. And when we don't get it, or if love is ever abused or distorted in the way that it's given or received, it can be crushing to the human soul. And it can lead us to shut other people out or to isolate ourselves so that we can be protected from the pain of being unloved. You know, recently I heard the story of the murder of a gang member in one of the major cities in our country. And as a pastor whose church was near the site of the murder, and he decided to hold a prayer vigil. And he sent word into the neighborhood, inviting the young people to attend. And the word spread to both of the gangs who were fighting against one another. And many of these young men in the gangs, they showed up. And as this pastor stood there in this crowd, he looked around and he recognized many of these kids. He knew their stories. He knew their families. And he saw boys whose fathers abandoned them as babies. Others he knew had been abused, beaten by their dads. Some had fathers who were just emotionally detached. And these boys were carrying weapons along with hatred and anger in their hearts. And as nervous as this pastor was, he started to say something that he hadn't planned. He looked at these boys and he said, I just want to apologize to you on behalf of your fathers. I'm sorry that you were not loved like you deserved. And I'm sorry for the pain that you've suffered. And as he spoke, he began to weep. And as he weeped, so did those young men. Because the lack of love or the warped love that they had experienced in their lives is part of what had led them into the streets to kill each other. See, we were made by God to love and be loved. And the reason this is true is because that's who God is. At His very nature, God is love. So today, as we continue through this Christmas season, or what many Christians call Advent, I want us to look closely at the significance of God's love as we see it in the Christmas story, of Jesus being born into the world to reveal God to us, and precisely how God feels about us, because love is the motivation behind everything about the Christmas story. And love is also the mission that we are motivated to because of Christmas. But before we explore that idea, I want you to spend just a few moments listening to some words from Scripture that reveal God's love for us. And I hope that by doing this, you'll begin to experience the truth that no matter who you are, or what you've done, or even what you believe, God loves you. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God and that is what we are. God says to you, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death 
nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. For your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. For God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so we love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. In the pages of the Bible, both the Old and the New Testaments, we read over and over about the love God has for people, and specifically what God has done out of love for us. Because the truth He wants us to know above everything else is this. No matter what your experiences have been in this life, you can know for sure that God loves you. The way we say it around here is, no matter what you think about God, God cannot stop thinking about you. And just like we were talking about before, we have so many different ways of thinking about and expressing love. But the Bible has several words that it uses to describe God's love for human beings. Now, the first one I want to introduce you to is the Hebrew word ahav. You know, the Old Testament of the Bible, it's the ancient Jewish scriptures, and it was written in the Hebrew language. And one of the words for love that you'll find there is that word ahav. And it's a very strong emotional kind of love. It's the kind of love that you feel very intensely towards someone else. Think of it like the love between a husband and a wife or a parent and their child. It's the kind of love that makes your heart race and sometimes your stomach hurt. It's that lump in your throat you feel at the end of every episode of This Is Us or all those Hallmark Christmas movies you love to watch. And an ancient Jewish prophet named Hosea described this type of love that God has for his people. And let me read you what he wrote. These words are written from God's perspective. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. And there it is, that's the word ahav. To them, I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek and I bent down to feed them. Man, what an image of how God sees his relationship with you. God describes himself like a parent who tenderly holds us close to his cheek. It reminds me of the hugs that I used to get from my children when they were toddlers. In fact, I think I learned more about the love of God when I became a parent than I did from reading about God's love countless times in the Bible. This image is just repeated over and over again throughout scripture. In fact, it's probably the most common description of God and our relationship with Him. God is our Father. 
Jesus sometimes refers to God with a word that Jewish children would use for their fathers. It's this word, Abba. And it's a very tender, simple, childish word. It's like when a little kid says, Daddy or Dada. But Jesus says, that's how you can refer to God. He's your dad. And he has strong, tender, compassionate, emotional love for you. But then there's another word in the Old Testament that the writers used for the concept of love. And it's the Hebrew word hesed. Now this is a word that refers to God's covenant love for his people. Love that stems from a commitment or a promise that is made. It's not emotional like a hav. It's, it's a clear-eyed, intentional determination to seek out and do what is best for you. Think of it like the kind of love that a minister calls a couple to when they take their wedding vows. It's a love that goes beyond the feelings, beyond the emotions. It's the kind of love that promises to hold on and to endure for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, no matter how tough it might get. In fact, if you're in a relationship and you haven't experienced this yet, I really hate to break it to you, but here's the truth. You will not always feel like you're in love with your significant other. You won't always get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, but that doesn't mean you don't love each other. It means it's time to grow into a deeper level of love, a love that chooses to love even when you don't always feel like it. See, marriage vows, they shouldn't be based just on emotion. They have to be based on action, a determination, a decision of the will, because that's the kind of love that's gonna sustain you even if you fall out of love. This is the kind of love that will hold you together until you fall back into love again. That's that biblical word, hesed. And over 200 times in the Old Testament, we read that God has hesed for his people. His love is committed. It is unshakable. And then you come to the New Testament of the Bible, which is the story of Jesus, God's son coming into the world. And in Jesus, we see the perfect picture of God's love. Now, the New Testament wasn't written in the Hebrew language. It was written in Greek. And the Greek word that the writers begin to use for the love of God, it's unique because it takes both of those words, ahav and hesed, and it captures them both. It's the Greek word, agape. It's the tender, emotional love that God feels for us, but it is also the selfless, sacrificial, relentless love of God. And it's agape that the New Testament writers use most often to describe God's love towards us and the love that we should have for other people. And we see this in what has become probably the most famous verse in the entire Bible. And we don't often read these words at Christmas time, but I think they're at the heart of the meaning and the motivation of the Christmas story. That verse, John 3, 16. For God so loved, agape, for he so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. It was God's agape love that motivated him to send Jesus into the world. And so Christmas is God's ultimate expression of love to us. The Christmas story, is simply God saying to you and to me and every other human being who ever lived, I love you. God became what he had created 
He entered the world the same way that you did. He experienced everything that you've experienced. Joy, sorrow, pain, suffering, love, heartbreak, temptation, and disappointment. He even experienced death, all so that he could overcome it and offer you a new life, a life just like his. And he was motivated by one thing, his love for you. The Christmas story, it's a love story. There has never been a more clear example of the self-giving, sacrificial love of God than the moment when Jesus gave his life on the cross for you and me. Though we had turned our backs and rebelled against God, his love for us was so great that God came to us in the form of Jesus Christ and gave himself to pay for our wrongdoings. As Jesus said himself, greater love has no one than to lay down their lives for their friends. And every week, followers of Jesus thank him for his love shown on the cross by using the emblems of bread and juice to remember his body and blood given for us. We call this time communion. And if you are going to receive communion today, use whatever emblems you have on hand. It could be a piece of bread or a cracker to remember the body of Jesus and a cup of juice or even water to remember his blood. The symbols you choose do not matter as much as the person you honor by receiving them. If you're not sure that you believe all we do, I hope you'll use this time to reflect on all you've experienced today. Is it possible that Jesus really is God's love in human flesh? Is the best picture of how God loves you shown through Jesus's body and blood freely given for you? Maybe use this time to reach out to us through text or offer a prayer to God asking Him if He's real, that He'd make Himself real to you. I believe He wants to do that. Now, for followers of Jesus, take the bread. This is the body of Jesus, given for you to forgive your sins and offer you new life. Let's eat and remember. And now the cup. This is the blood of Christ poured out to make a new agreement of love between God and people. Life forever in his kingdom. Let's drink and remember. For whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we are proclaiming the power of Jesus' death until he returns one day. Amen. Love is the motivation that brought Jesus into our world. God's love for his people and for his creation. But you know, if it stops there, it's incomplete. Once we understand and we trust in God's love for us, His love then motivates us to do the same, to love the world around us with the same kind of love God has for me, for you. This is what John wrote after Jesus' death and His resurrection. See, John was one of Jesus' closest friends, and here's what he said. Dear friends, let's continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and he knows God. But anyone who doesn't love doesn't know God because God is love. And God showed us how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. So dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one's ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. See, it will not matter if the world sees Christmas lights, 
and Christmas decorations, or if they receive Christmas gifts. It won't matter how many Christmas songs they hear or how many Christmas parties they attend. If the love that motivated God to send Jesus into the world has not motivated us to love the people around us, then the world will not experience Christmas. So, here's the question I'd like to leave you with to ponder. Is your world more loving because you're here? Has the love God showed you in Jesus transformed you to love everyone always? So I just wanna remind you of the ways that we're partnering with you this Christmas to make all of that happen. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel or if you follow us on Facebook, we're providing you with a moment of guided prayer and meditation every single day during the Advent season. These moments, they're designed to set your heart and your mind on the love of God so that you can share that love with someone else this Christmas. And we're also offering those meditations in the form of an ebook if you'd like to have them to keep. So you just text your name and your email address to the number you see on the screen and we'll send those right out to you. Now we're also partnering with Bridging the Gap, which is an organization here in our community of Coweta County, Georgia. And they make a difference for people living in financial struggle right now and during the holidays and really all throughout the year. And this program we're doing is called Christmas in Coweta. And you can go right now to forcoweta.cc and you can find information about how you can help with this effort no matter where you are. Or if you live in another community or even if you live in another state and you'd prefer to do something locally to love your community. And we would love to hear about how you're planning to do that. Please text us, tell us all about it. But that's not all. A couple of weeks ago, we told you that we were planning to have a special Christmas Eve gathering this year. Now, instead of a big Christmas Eve on-site gathering, we want you to do your own Christmas gatherings with the people in your life. And the thing is, you're gonna do this anyway, right? You're gonna gather. But the truth is, someone that you know and you love, who's gonna be with you at Christmas, well, they also need to hear the message of Christmas and you can be the one to share that love with them. So, on the week leading up to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we're gonna be hosting a Christmas Eve gathering online. And we want you to share that experience virtually with your loved ones over Christmas week. Or maybe you would choose to watch it together when your family gathers, or you could share a meal with someone that you care about or a neighbor around Christmas time, and you could watch this experience with them. We're also going to have premier events online hosted by our engagement team to share Christmas with you and your family. See, we want to make this Christmas the best one yet by personally sharing the love of Christmas with the people in our lives. So I hope you and your family will join us in doing that this year. Now today, as we wrap up our time here together, we're going to sing a song of commitment about building our lives on the foundation of God's love. because. This is how we become people who love everyone always, just like Jesus did. We receive the love God has shown to us, and then we build our entire lives on the foundation of that love. And it's from that firm foundation that we're able to love others in the same way that Jesus has loved us. So wherever you are, I wanna invite you, sing this song with us, or just listen if you'd rather, and allow these thoughts to speak to your heart today.
worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Jesus, a name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever say. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill We were made to be loved. Our soul can rest and we can find hope in the promise that God loves us no matter what. And not only are we loved, we were made to share that love with everyone around us. But we can't do that if we don't put in the effort to find people we can love. Like I mentioned earlier, we don't want this video to just be content that you consume, but a community that you can be a part of. 
a community that is committed to loving everyone always. If you have any questions about how you can take your next step in doing that, please text the number on the screen today and talk to our speaker about how you can do that. One step I can walk you through right now is going to our website at cccanywhere.com where you can find resources that will help you connect to our church. We even have free resources for your children so that they can better connect with God on their level. Also on our website, there are ways for you to support our church financially if you feel inclined to do that. Not because we need your money, but because supporting the body of Christ means that sometimes we need to give back some of what we have been given to care for and serve others. One of the best ways you can connect with our online community is by joining our Facebook page. If you visit our website at cccanywhere.com and click the card that says join our Facebook group, it will take you straight to our Community Christian Anywhere Facebook group where you'll see the join group button. We would love for you to be a part of our community and I'm excited to see you there. My hope is that watching this video would not be your last interaction with us. In fact, if you're watching one of our live streams right now, we're gonna leave our chat open for about five more minutes. We're going to put up some discussion questions that are related to the video today that you can chat about with others. And we'd really love to hear from you right now, even if it's just a hello. And if you're watching this on demand, please take a moment to text us or message us on Facebook with your answers to these questions. God wants you to know that you are greatly loved by Him. But He didn't make us only to be loved by Him, but also by each other. When we share God's love with the people in our world, we can experience the wonderful life that He has in store for us. And so, as you leave today, I hope you consider sharing this experience with someone who could benefit from hearing this message of God's love. Also, think about who you could share our online Christmas Anywhere experience with during the week of Christmas. Go to cccanywhere.com and click on the card that says Christmas Anywhere to find out how to do that. And even sign up to receive a free box of supplies to make your Christmas Anywhere experience better for you and the people you share it with. We want everyone at Community Christian to prayerfully consider who they can share the good news of Jesus with this Christmas, because everyone deserves a chance to hear of the good news of Jesus. Because no matter what you think about God, we believe He can't stop thinking about you.